This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, August 21st, 2016. The Gospel is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Today's Gospel lesson We have the story of Jesus healing a woman who had been bent over for 18 years. Now, can you imagine that, walking around like this for 18 years? I mean, the only way you could look at anybody would be to do this. Can you imagine preaching like this? But that was her condition. For 18 years, she had been stooped over. We don't know if it was scoliosis or or what it was. We just know that for 18 years, she'd been unable to stand up straight. And so, as you can see, her, her view was very limited. Pretty much all she could really see well was the ground right in front of her. And this, you know, was greatly hindering her. And so, to understand what's going on in this lesson, you have to understand a little bit of the setting of the synagogue. In the synagogue, um, the person who was teaching from the scriptures, they would usually read from the scriptures and then preach on it. Um, Sounds familiar, doesn't it? uh, But he would uh, preach, and then they would stand up front in the middle and preach. And so that's what Jesus was doing. The congregation in the, the, what we call the nave, in this part right out here, the, all the men would sit in this section. The women would sit with the children either in the balcony or over into the porticos off to either side um, in a separate place. Uh, apparently the women were too fetching and it bothered the men too much so they couldn't be distracted. So the woman comes in, bent over, and Jesus sees her walking in the door. Um, And so the first thing he says to her is, woman, come here. Now that in and of itself is enough to cause an uproar. Because he called her into the men's part of the sanctuary. And so she comes in um, to that part. And you can almost hear the murmuring going on amongst the men. Who is this person? Must be some new kind of liberal or something who's trying to take us on. I mean, carrying on about this Jesus who was doing all stuff. And, and when she comes up, he says, your ailment has been healed. And then he laid his hands on her and it said, immediately she stood up straight and began praising God. Now, that word there that, that's used for began praising God is an important verb because in the Greek they do something that we don't have. They have the ability in a verb to show something that begins an action and then continues on. Um, it doesn't stop then. So it's not like she got up and said, gee, thanks God, and then went about her business. This is a, a change in her whole attitude about what life is about and about who she is and who God is. She began and continued to praise God throughout all this. Now you have to juxtapose this to the chief rabbi, the, the Pharisee who's in the, the congregation there, who, who is livid. I mean, he was just furious. Jesus has just broken so many rules that he just doesn't know what he's going to do. You can almost see he's about to have an apoplectic fit. And so he turns to the crowd, which I found astounding. He didn't say this to Jesus. He says, he said, well, well, she shouldn't be being healed on the, come on another day. You don't have to be healed on the Sabbath. Come some different day. And Jesus looks at him and says, you know, you hypocrite. Which one of you doesn't untie your ox or your donkey to give them water on the Sabbath? And yet you think this woman, a daughter of Abraham, should be bound by Satan because it's the Sabbath she should have to wait? 
It says that all of his opponents were put to shame. So what is the point of this story? Is it just telling us about Pharisees who were being legalistic as usual and a woman who had a disease and was healed, um, which Jesus does often? I think there's a whole lot more going on here than, than what is on the surface. And I think Luke is, puts, includes this story because he wants us to see something. This woman had very limited ability to see the world around her. You know, I doubt that she saw very much that was all that pleasant. Usually she saw people's feet and their legs. She saw the dirt of the ground. But imagine what her day was like. Can you imagine what it would be like to try to uh, cook over an open fire if you're stooped over like that? You know, imagine what it would be like to try to go to the well and draw water from the well if you're stooped over like that. You know, her world was very limited. And because of what Jesus did, not only did she stand straight up, but now her worldview was expanded exponentially. And she suddenly saw things, not just from a human's perspective, but from a divine perspective. She saw the things of God at work around her. And so she continually praised God. On the other hand, the Pharisee, who's complaining about it, is blinded by his own conviction of the rules. You know, he, he's, he's wed to the rules. They are the altar that he hops around, if you will. I mean, they're the place that he you know, believes everything that's important comes from, because without rules, what are we? But he's replaced God with the rules. And so, as a result, he can't see God at work. All he sees is somebody breaking the rules. And he's livid about it. Now, we don't know if the Pharisee got it after it says he was shamed. We know that Jesus shut him up. But we don't know whether or not that really changed his perspective. We can hope that he, too, had some insight as a result of that. But, but there's not an indication in the gospel to tell us that. But it's a challenge to us in our day to ask ourselves, what are we like in our vision? Are we so blinded by our circumstances, our own version of being stooped over, that we can't see the hand of God at work every day in the world? Do we get so caught up in, in the problems of life, you know, the struggles, that we forget to be continually praising God for what He is doing? And in fact, we're not even sure He's doing very much at all. You know, because in that way, the woman and the Pharisee were a lot alike, weren't they? One was because of a physical condition. The other one was because of a spiritual condition. But both of them had the same problem, that they couldn't see God at work in the world about them. You know, did you see God doing anything this morning? And if not, why not? Do you think he disappeared? Is he not around? Does he not do anything anymore? I don't think so. I think it has a whole lot more to do with our inability to, to see his hand at work. How often do we take the time to stop and, and look at the beauty of a sunset? How 